Hey y'all, it's Justine Mentor from Mentor Management. I'm an LA-based dance choreographer and educator turned career coach, and I'm all about inspiring, motivating, and educating professional dancers. I'm so excited to bring you Dance Careers Unfiltered, where we chat about the nitty-gritty behind the business side of the entertainment industry. The stuff that people don't know they need to know. Let's dive in. Welcome to Dance Careers Unfiltered. Today's topic is all about dance reels versus skill clips and which is better. So I'm officially putting this one out as a podcast, even though I've posted about it 1700 times on my Instagram. I think let's put it out officially so it's out there for the world to see. As of now, at the time of this recording in March 2023, these are my thoughts regarding dance reels and skill clips. I think before we even get into this, we need to quickly define what each one is in case you aren't familiar or need a refresher. A dance reel is basically a video that is generally about a minute and a half long that is a compilation of all things you. Now, there are two versions of this that I like to define. One is a demo reel, which is a demonstration of your skills. So that video is going to be clips of you dancing in your best styles, and we can clearly see who you are, and it's really obvious what we are looking at. The other version of a dance reel would be like more like a visual resume. So those would be for more experienced dancers in the industry. So you've been here maybe three to five plus years, and you have credits and you have good copy of those credit. And you can then string it together and show it as a visual resume. So those are the two kinds that I would talk about. For the sake of today's episode, I'm going to get into mostly the demo reel version of a dance reel. Then we can define skill clips as individual videos with one style per video. And that would just be one video of you doing a really good style that you know of that has little to no edits in it, which we'll get into later. For a very long time, I was basically known as the Reels Girl. I helped develop a class at a college that helped produce dance reels for seniors in college who were about to embark on their professional journeys. We set up shoots for them in a variety of looks, and then we would mentor them through the post-production process. This went on for years, and I absolutely loved it. It wasn't just the guiding them through part that I enjoyed. It was helping them define a small part of them a small part of their brand by helping them determine which styles they would perform, what they wore to the shoot, and even the all-important music they would use for the final product. I think a lot of people get caught up in defining their brand and how they're going to visually represent themselves online. It's like really nerve-wracking. There's a lot of anxiety wrapped up in this because a lot of people don't know who they are or they don't know exactly what part of them to put out and how to put it out. So you go around and round in the cycle of indecision and anxiety. And then what happens is you just end up not doing it. So something that has come up a lot with my clients and former students is deciding what to put out, whether it's a dance reel or only skill clips. The first thing to remember when you're putting out any video content is that it's only meant to last for a specific amount of time. This will likely not take you through the rest of your career. I've said this one million times on this podcast, but your life and your career is going to morph and change, and that is okay. 
So I want you to think of your videos as something that's going to represent you for the next year or so. So that's really the first obstacle that you need to tackle. Deciding that this is how you are right now, this is what you're going to put out and not get wrapped up in the game of, oh, well, if I book this kind of thing or I'm waiting on this kind of footage or once I lose weight or once I cut my hair or once I get an agent, I think getting out of that mind frame and getting into just, I'm just going to put out how I move right now, what I look like right now and be done with it. Because then at least you have something. You'll be able to present yourself so much more accurately and effectively if you have footage that looks like you right now and how you move right now. So you can submit yourself properly and you can work properly. And not just that, so you can network properly. Because it's not just about submitting yourself and going to auditions. It's about how you connect with people, as we all know. If you meet someone and you tell them you're a dancer, then they're going to want to see the proof of that. And it shouldn't be a competition video from five years ago because that's not who you are now. So now that we've conquered the first obstacle of deciding that this is who you are right now and you are going to shoot now or edit now, let's say you're going to decide on about one to three different styles that you want to capture. And it has to be what you're amazing at right now and not what you're working on. So here's the answer, y'all. There isn't one that's better than the other. Dance reels are not better than skill clips and skill clips are not better than dance reels. You need both. You need a really amazing dance reel, which is essentially just a really badass commercial of you that you can show everything you do as a dancer. And you need really great skill clips in your best styles so that you can submit specific videos for specific jobs and cut through the bullshit. Because what's important is that you are showing people what they need to see for their project. There's too many submissions. There's too many dancers to send them anything that doesn't directly relate to their project. They don't have time for that. And they certainly don't have the attention span for it. So a lot of my philosophies and a lot of my methods on professionalism and career development have a lot to do with basically making it as easy as possible for people. So they can make that leap from auditioning point A to booking point B as easy and with as little roadblocks as possible. This seems like a good place as any to remind you of some of the freebies I offer and how to find them. You can find my latest reels cheat sheet, super great for planning out your reel shoot or just some video content creation at justinementor.com slash reels. I also offer a free class on my concept of the digital dance bag, which is an approach to organizing your online submissions for any kind of job. And of course, you can always jump into a free 20-minute one-on-one consultation that you can find at justcmentor.com slash shop. Also, brand spanking new. If you're an avid listener of the podcast, I finally have a way you can support more than you already do by becoming a podcast producer. For $5 a month, fans of Dance Careers Unfiltered who want to support and make a production impact and get their voices heard can visit justcmentor.com slash podcast to learn more. Back to the episode. Here, I'm going to get into a few specifics about what I like to see in dance reels and skill clips, just the basics. Now that you've downloaded your reels cheat sheet, you can follow along. Here are my must-haves for reels. First, it needs to look like you. Again, going back to that notion of who you are right now. a A lot of people ask me, oh, I dyed my hair. What do I do? My entire reel is me as a blonde, and now I have red hair. Well, 
there's no black and white answer because it's all based on your time and money. But I would suggest you film some new footage and cut together a new reel because people might be looking to hire a redhead. And when they see a blonde, they're going to get confused. And that's just making it harder for them, creating more roadblocks to easily insert you into their project. It's always really about how bad you want it. You want a new reel. And if you want it to look like you, then you will do it. You'll find a way. So my suggestion, as I've mentioned before, go back, write down one to three different looks that you are excelling at right now that you could submit for a project right now in book. That would be really anything that you could go to an audition to tomorrow and kill it. Those are the parameters. You then need to find locations that are going to match those styles and match your personality and figure out which choreography you're going to do. Maybe the choreo is from a recent class. Maybe it's from an old performance. Maybe it's improv or maybe it's your own choreography. Just make sure that you get anyone's permission whose choreography that you're using that you're going to Just make sure that you get anyone's permission whose choreography you're going to use and get it in writing. Then you need a friend or a videographer, whatever your budget allows for. And I also think that you should go on to Amazon and order a gimbal or a stabilizer for your phone because that's going to make your footage look even better. You can get them pretty cheap. I actually have an Amazon storefront where you can go and see my recommendations, about which ones I like and I use. So you can go to the show notes or my link in bio and you can see those Amazon recs. It's really going to make a huge difference in the quality of your footage. Don't get me wrong. The iPhone takes beautiful footage, but the stability in the movement of it is going to take it to the next level. You want it to look as close to a real professional project as possible. So that way people don't have to use their imagination to see you inside their project. They can really just imagine what you're going to look like dancing for them based on the visuals you have provided for them so graciously. The more care that you put into your shoot, the more it will show. And that effort that you put in will carry through to the viewer, in my humble opinion. If you're having trouble figuring out which styles you want to do, then the next best thing would be really to find jobs specific jobs that you would have wanted to be a part of and not just want to be a part of, know that you could have booked. So let's say you're a technician and super theatrical and you could definitely see yourself having been on the latest season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Then it would be really fun to sit and watch it, get some inspiration from the movement style and the costume style and shoot something in that vein. Now, normally I wouldn't recommend doing something super specific, like a period piece, how that marvelous Mrs. Maisel is, but I think you can like get inspiration from it. It doesn't have to be so on the nose. Also, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into one style, into one thing, but I think the more footage you have of yourself, the better, especially if you look badass doing it. And I would say when it comes to the style... As long as it can be slightly open-ended for more than one type of job, then I think you're in the clear. So to recap, pick your best styles, choose the choreography, choose the location, get someone to shoot you. And if the styles aren't calling to you, then pick past dance jobs that maybe are inspiring you, that you feel called to do, and use that as inspiration for your shoot. Another little sidebar here that I would add would be 
to make sure you're getting tons of behind the scenes footage from this shoot. And if your makeup and hair is already done for this, it might be a good idea to piggyback a headshot shoot with this. Just food for thought. Let's dive into skill clips. We already discussed why you need to have them, and it's so that you're saving people time and energy and making sure that you only submit what they need to see for their project. So the way that you're going to do that is you're going to use the footage that you shot for your dance reel, and you're just going to compile it into one file per style. So my suggestion here would be to honestly just use one phrase so you have little to no edits at all. You could possibly put your name at the top in the dance style and then go right into it like a main title sequence, then go into it almost like you would do for the top of your dance reel. But because we're making skill clips for the sake of time for other people, I don't really think you need to include all of that. The other option there would be to just have the text of your name and the dance style in the corner like the bottom corner of your screen so that people are just seeing it as the dance is happening as a reference. You could also include your contact info or Instagram profile, but only reason why I would maybe not do that. Again, this is all your choice and what you want to do. Let's say you're using this in addition to a self-tape that you're submitting and that's not following all their instructions, then you might not want to include things like that. That would really be the only caveat there. Otherwise, I'd say do what you feel is best. Then what you're going to do with those skill clips is you're going to either have it in a Google Drive, Dropbox, or YouTube link, and you can have it in your highlights, on your story highlights for Instagram, so that it's easily accessible as well as on your profile. Boom, there you have it. That's my really quick rendition of Reels for skill clips. I hope this clears up a little bit of confusion about this topic It's really all about the video content that you put out and how you are representing yourself online. Really, that's all it is. What people see is how they will perceive you and you are in charge of that. What a gift that we have this platform to choose how we want to present ourselves. That's really empowering and it doesn't have to be so daunting that we become paralyzed to even do it. Honestly, the more you post of yourself online, the easier it's going to be. It will be less stressful each time you get it done. And it's going to be just beneficial to your confidence level and to your own personal branding. Okay, that's it. I hope y'all learned something today. Please feel free to reach out to me whenever I'm an open book and I will see y'all next time. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out mentor.management on Insta and justinementor.com slash mentormanagement. That's M-N-T-R-M-G-M-T. Check out the show notes to find links to my offerings and today's guest. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. See you next time.